Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, West Liberty Foods will close its Mount Pleasant meat processing and slicing facility in early May of next year, eliminating 350 jobs. The West Liberty-based company will move and consolidate operations from this location to other facilities in Iowa, Illinois, and Utah, the company said in a news release on Friday. The closure will occur in two phases, with the first on December 31st. Brian Melhus, general counsel for West Liberty Foods, told the Gazette 130 employees will be impacted in the first phase, with the remaining 220 employees impacted in the second phase. All operations will cease at the plant on May 7th, 2023. Employees will be offered work at one of its other locations, as well as provided with relocation and transportation services. Stay bonus in which West Liberty Foods gives employees a bonus for not leaving uh, the company for a set time. Severance pay, reemployment services, and assistance with filing unemployment claims, said Tara Lindsay, the company's chief talent and culture officer. West Liberty Foods has also plants in Bolingbrook, Illinois, and Trentmonton, Utah, in addition to the West Liberty location. Meho said the company doesn't expect the other locations to be impacted. The company has seen a recent shift in the products and capabilities needed to support customers. The news release said a customer of West Liberty Foods decided to move its deli slicing in-store. The company has been posting on Facebook in recent months highlighting job opportunities at the three other locations. As of Friday afternoon, there are 74 job opportunities listed on the West Liberty Foods website. Main Street Washington named Samantha Meyer as executive director of the organization. Meyer brings several years of experience in fundraising, grant writing, donor and volunteer recruitment, and event planning, all of which are integral to the success of Main Street Washington and its downtown district. Most recently, she worked in marketing and business relations for Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company, KCTC, and previously served as development coordinator for the Washington County Hospital Foundation. The board looks forward to Meyer beginning in mid-November with the snow events throughout the holiday season. Monday, November 7th is the last day interested people can arrange tickets to the Community Foundation of Washington County 13th Annual Chef Spotlight Dinner, scheduled for November 14th at 5.30 p.m. at the Wooden Wheel Winery in Kyoto. The yearly event benefits several community charities. This year, the dinner will feature the culinary talents of Corey Evans of Wellman, Iowa. The focus will be on the food, locally sourced meats, locally prepared side dishes, and a delicious variety of desserts. Wooden Wheel will have wine for sampling and purchase by the bottle or glass beginning at 5.30 p.m. The featured speakers will be representatives from the Hawkeye Community Action Program. As a special feature, this year will include a dessert auction with pies, cakes, and special treats donated from area restaurants, bakeries, and individuals. These will be sold off in a live auction as the final course, with proceeds benefiting HACAP and the Community Foundation of Washington County, whose mission is to create permanent endowment funds to benefit other nonprofits. Tickets are $50 per person and may be purchased from any Community Foundation board member or by calling Tim Sullivan in Kelowna at 319-530-7907, Heather American Riverside, 319-653-8057, or Millie Youngquist at 319-653-4673 in Washington. The number of tickets is limited and Foundation members say they must be sold by November 7th. We're going to take a brief break and when we come back, we will have the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected.
Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather coming up, but first, obituaries. Douglas L. Samons of Mount Pleasant passed away on October 28th at the age of 63. Kimsey Funahome is in charge of the arrangements. James Rich of Washington passed away on October 27th at the age of 92. Private family memorial services will be held at a later date. Jones and Eden Funahome is in charge of the arrangements. Shirley Ann Hestian of Fairfield passed away on October 18th at the age of 91. A celebration of life will be held from 11 to 2, November 5th at the VFW in Fairfield. Ben Home is in charge of the arrangements. Wayne Ralph Waljasper of St. Paul passed away on October 26th at the age of 65. A massive Christian burial will be held at 10.30 a.m. October 31st uh, at St. James Catholic Church in St. Paul. Schmitz Home is in charge of the arrangements. Larry Miller of Washington passed away on October 25th at the age of 72. Services will be held at 11 a.m. November 1st at Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Larry D. Hoful of Wapolo passed away on October 26th at the age of 85. Funeral services will be held at 2 p.m. October 29th at Snyder and Hollabaugh Funeral and Cremation Services. Bonnie Evelyn Baker of Fairfield passed away on October 28th at the age of 70. Private grade size service will be held at a later date. Benner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Louise M. Stouffer of Wayland passed away on October 26th at the age of 85. A funeral service will be held at 10 a.m. this morning, was held at 10 a.m. this morning, at Ferncliff Evangelical Free Church, the Beatty Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Mary Ann V. Copeland of Libertyville passed away on October 26th at the age of 79. Celebration of Life will be held at 10.30 a.m. November 5th at Faith United Methodist Church in Libertyville. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Thankfully, there will be some great weather for Halloween, partly cloudy with a high of 67. When it comes time for trick-or-treating, temperatures will drop from 59 to 53 and the skies will be clear. Tomorrow, it will be sunny with a high of 72. On Wednesday, temperatures will stay in the low 70s and there will be partly cloudy skies. Thursday will be mostly the same with partly cloudy skies again and a high of 72. On Friday, the nice weather will come to an end with a 55% chance of showers and winds up to 15 miles an hour. We're going to take another brief break. and we come back, we have the results from state cross country. Hospice isn't a place. It's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself.
Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. And now, sports. Brought to you by Fairway. Saturday's Class 3A state cross-country action had nine demons and one panther on the course. Two of those runners found themselves on the balcony earning medals by the end of the day. Washington's Iris Dahl and Micah Reese both picked up their first ever top 15 finishes. Dahl, a freshman, took seventh in the girls' race, and Reese, a junior, was 13th on the boys' side. Dahl was eighth coming down the final stretch, but kicked it into, into high gear to pass fellow Southeast Conference freshman Avery Rump of Fort Madison to take seventh. She crossed the tape in 19 minutes, 20.71 seconds. Dahl's finish helped the Demon girls play sixth, uh, scoring 190 points in the school, school's first ever girls' cross-country team race. Quincy Griffiths was the second girl across the line. She took 50th place, crossing the line in 20 minutes and 36.16 seconds. Levy Anderson finished 68th, Lauren Horak was 74th, Angeline Anderson was 88th, Isabella Lujan was 101st, and Kendall Henriksen was 105th. Reese says his goal was a top 15 finish, and he sure got it as the Washington Junior dashed into the line in 16 minutes and 26.82 seconds, earning a placement in his second trip to the state meet. Reese says he remembers watching teammate Lance Sabowski, Sabowski, who made the top 10 last year, earn his medal on the clubhouse balcony, and on Saturday it was Reese's turn to stand with the best in the class. The next area runner to come across the boys' side was Mount Pleasant's Ben Carthy. Carthy finished just outside the top 60, getting 61st place in 17 minutes and 26.72 seconds. Washington's Taylor Alderton finished 85th in his first trip to, the, to state. Alderton crossed the line in 17 minutes and 45.15 seconds. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I will see you next time.